Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? You've come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart Winkler. 855-212-4227. You put those numbers in your phone and you talk to us here at CBS Sports Radio. It's a concept as old as time, and it's one that we continue to perfect here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm Bart Winkler. David Shepard's here. You heard Marco on the updates. I am ready to plant my flag in on these predictions. We're going to go back out to the callers, hear from you guys on what you're thinking about these games, the NFL and otherwise. I would like to again ask people that are not affiliated with one of these markets that has a team in it to give your normal non-biased opinion, but if we just want to leave it to the pep rallies, that's fine too. People are very excited. I would be very excited if my team was still playing as well. So I am going to lock in my predictions right now. Take it for what it's worth. I'll even give it to you with the spread. Uh, if, if you want, don't hold me against anything. I'm just going to tell you what I think is going to happen. Baltimore hosts the Chiefs. Four-point favorites are Baltimore. Baltimore has been my pick throughout. I think that the only way, at least coming into the playoffs, the only way that Baltimore does not win a Super Bowl is if Cleveland somehow had to play them. That was my worry, that Joe Flacco would do something and it would be crazy. Uh, They obviously lost to Houston. What I did not expect is for the Chiefs to win on the road. And then what I did not expect was for the Chiefs to not just win on the road, but I read a lot into that postgame, you rah rah kind of scrimmage, pep rally thing, to say pep rally again that Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs held in their locker room where we made this team that's been a dynasty, we, we, made, we doubted them. We doubted them. We did. We did. We doubted them. We said they couldn't win on the road. We said that. We don't know if they could win on the road or not. We've never seen Patrick Mahomes have to do it in the playoffs, but we said they couldn't. We said they couldn't. And then they did it, and now I think they kind of got addicted to it. So I'm worried for my initial prediction that the Chiefs are going to go in there, feed on that adrenaline, feed on the 
the villainness of being the, the away team and going to Baltimore and win. I don't think it happens, though. I am taking the Ravens. I'm taking them with the points. I think this is Lamar's time. I think that maybe if they still had Tyreek Hill or were had a stronger defense, I know Spagnola's been great, but they are not, to me, ready and willing to stop this Ravens attack, which has more weapons than it ever has had, and they're getting Mark Andrews back, which I do think will come into play. I like Lamar Jackson. I like the Ravens. I will take them to cover. So AFC, I am I am putting the Ravens in as the uh, as the representative in the NFC. We've talked a little bit about the Super Bowl logo because of the different colors. There's purple in it, which would signify the Ravens, and then there's red, which obviously would signify the Niners. The Lions aren't red, you know that. And the last couple of years. There was yellow and orange. There was Rams and Bengals. There was red and green. It was Chiefs and Eagles. And this year, it's it, it's telling you it's the Ravens and the Niners, which it can't be that way, right? We can't buy into this prediction. We can't buy into this conspiracy. And I don't buy into the conspiracy. But I do buy that that will be the Super Bowl. And I think the Niners, as a seven-point favorite, as much as I can see the argument for Detroit, and I really think they need to feed their running backs, they need to feed Gibbs, they need to feed Montgomery, they need a healthy Laporta, they need to work Amon Ross St. Brown, and I can visualize Jared Goff, you know, with a dirty uniform, going to the part of the stadium that has the 20% line fans and, and getting crowned, and you got a road champion and getting the trophy from... Terry Bradshaw or whatever, I can see that. But I also see a Niners team that knows they got away with one. And I see them, unfortunately, I think I see them dismantling the Lions. I think I see the Niners winning big. So I'm going to lock in right now. It is the Ravens against the Niners. I am taking both favorites to win. I am going chalk. I... Don't like the prediction I'm giving, but that is what I am giving. So my official prediction is Ravens to cover, let's say, let's say 29 to 20. And the Lions are going to lose, I'll say, 34 to 34 to 17. So, Shep, I'm locking it in. Ravens and Niners. I'm with you on the Ravens. Um, obviously, we talk about the highest win percentage of any starting quarterback in the Super Bowl era. Uh, two of the top four are going to be in this game between the Chiefs and the Ravens. The difference is Baltimore's a better team. Lamar happens to be playing better this season. So I'm going with Baltimore. And then I just think the bravado and the mojo – and the momentum of the Lions season is too strong for the 49ers to overcome. I know Debo Samuel is going to be back. I know that's huge for them. Christian McCaffrey is arguably the best dual threat in the game. Um, Brock Purdy is clutch when he needs to be. With all that being said, I think it's just the Lions' time. I, I do. I think we're going to have a Lions-Ravens Super Bowl. Um, 
Out for, I know I know a lot of people want the Lions Chiefs because it's you know the first game of the season. Shout out to Adam in Toronto for that suggestion. But I do think it's going to be the Lions and Dan Campbell versus the Baltimore Ravens. I think that's the Super Bowl that I would want. Right. Right. But because I don't, I like I'll be honest with you as a Packer fan, I don't. I know that I have a rival in here in the in the division with the Lions, but the Niners have also knocked my team out of the playoffs five of the last twelve years. So yeah. I would rather see the Lions go, and I think because of how strongly I want the Niners to lose, they're going to be in. Is what you're saying? Yeah, I yeah. think they're gonna. I think they're gonna win. All right, so you're going Ravens and Lions. Oh yeah, and I'm going Ravens and Forty ers Either way, I think you know these are four teams that are going to give us a good matchup no matter what it is. So the Super Bowl should be great. It should be very entertaining. Um, I was looking at some of the look-ahead spreads for these games. The Niners and Ravens would be a pick The Niners would be a small favorite over the Chiefs. The Chiefs would be a small favorite over the Lions. The Ravens would be about five and a half over the Lions. But, I mean, that's that's fine. That that tells you, you know, we have some close matchups here. So official show predictions locked in. We both like the Ravens. And Shep's going to go with Detroit, and I'm going to go with the Niners. Your thoughts on the predictions, your thoughts on the games. 855-212-4227. John is in Rochester. What's up, John? Hey, Bart. Uh, Great show, man. Uh, I've been listening to you for a month now, and uh, I like your show better every time I listen to it. So, Okay, because the um, month is a big – I got – the month is like I passed the month test. Okay, let me know after two months if I'm still going up or if we've hit a speed bump. No, man, you, you know, yeah, you're rising, so that's good. So, right, anyways, uh, uh, you're talking about like earlier pressure with Lamar Jackson and everything, and yeah, Lamar Jackson has the most pressure. I believe, you know, they they paid him and. Uh, He's had a few years with, you know, no weapons, injuries, no offensive coordinator. So now he's got it all. So this is put up or shut up. He's got to he's got to go out there and do it, you know. And uh and then with my prediction, I'm going totally opposite. I'm I'm I got the Kansas City Chiefs beaten beating them and uh so you think he needs to put up or shut up and you think he's not gonna put up and he'll have to shut up he's gonna put up and shut up (laughs) no he has to put up or shut up i don't think he will yeah i don't think he will that's what i'm saying i think the chiefs are gonna beat him and uh and as far as you know the The other game uh, nfc I think uh, I'm going to go with Shep. I'm going to go with Detroit just because the NFL, there's there's no way that Taylor Swift's not going to be sitting in a booth <laughs> during the Super Bowl, okay? So yeah. right there, you know the Chiefs are in. And, uh, and the Lions would even make it more incredible. It would be the spectacle of all times. And the NFL will make a trillion dollars. <laughs> I wonder, uh, John, thanks for the call. Thanks for listening. Uh, I wonder what the NFL would want if you could 
kind of ask them. I think John's right. I think they would probably say, well, we would like Taylor Swift to be there. And we like the story with the Lions. I think they would take that if they could get it. Nobody's not watching the Super Bowl because of the matchup. I've talked about that in these other sports. Like, if Kansas City was playing Baltimore in the ALCS, would we would we be like, we would say that sucks because we're so beholden to the market size for whatever reason in these other sports. If the Pistons played the Warriors in a finals, I don't. If the Tigers played the Giants, we'd be like, eh. we're, we're, but in the NFL, it doesn't matter. We're we're more focused on the Ravens, Chiefs, Niners, and Lions than we are San Fran, Detroit, Kansas City, and Baltimore. And that is a big reason why, maybe the biggest, maybe the biggest, why the NFL is the most successful of all the sports. I also think it's the most TV friendly. I also think the once a week thing is phenomenal. They own a day of the week for an entire season and and then some. So everything's built accordingly for the NFL. It's a very digestible sport, um, whether you're watching it sitting there or just the way that you don't have to give your whole week to it. Uh, but also the fact that we identify more with the teams in the cities is pretty huge too, for sure. 855-212-4227. And I think, again, on Lamar Jackson, we had a caller last night who d- didn't like some of the conversation around Lamar, didn't like some of the the way that people were talking about Lamar, says that people are always moving the goalpost for Lamar. But I do think this is such an important weekend for him. And this is in, this is such an important couple of weeks for him. And, yeah, he's still young. He will play again. Okay. Bart, Bar, just he, um, go ahead. Yeah. Well, just no. very quickly, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you there, but – in, in, in reference to what you're saying about Lamar, how much conversation has there been about his improved play in the playoffs this week? Because I really haven't heard any. Uh, no, there hasn't been a lot, no. that's And that's the problem. Because I remember when other teams had ample opportunity to get him, and when there was that reputation and narrative that he couldn't finish a season, that he was injury-prone, that he didn't know how to get out of bounds, he didn't know how to slide, he wasn't accurate— all the naysayers, including national prominent figures in the sport that cover the NFL, were loud and clear about Lamar not being the guy moving forward for Baltimore and any other respective NFL franchise. Where are those people now? I don't hear anything, Bart. I don't hear any kind of praise when all I heard was negativity 12 months ago at this time. Look, there's some guys and there's some teams. And I think the Denver Nuggets were one of these teams last year where nobody was giving them credit any step of the way. And I know that Nuggets fans were very irritated, even when they swept the Lakers, that it was about the Lakers losing more than it was the Nuggets winning. And what I said to that fan base was, if you win, you'll get it. But yet you have to win it all because you're not going to get credit for the baby steps. And what's going to happen is if you advance round by round, you will not get the admiration and adulation. You won't get it until you force people to, to to give it to you. You won't get it. And that's what's happening with Lamar. Lamar, if he wins this weekend, it will be more about the Chiefs losing. It will be more about the Niners and Lions. It won't even be like a celebration of, oh, he got them to the Super Bowl. It won't be. If he loses, it's going to be a huge referendum on Lamar and his playoff and whatever happens, just like it was Josh Allen, even though I thought he had a great game. And then if they win the Super Bowl, then you have to. 
then there's nowhere else to go. You can't move the goalpost anymore. It's as far back as it goes. You can't corner anybody with the argument anymore. They are stuck. They have to admit that Lamar is a certain type of player, a special type of player. And I don't know why it happens. I don't know why there's some guys we pick on. There's some teams we pick on more than others. Some teams we give a a different pass to. Again, that's why when I look at, like, who could a Super Bowl do more for, I I mean, if the Niners don't win this weekend, that's going to be three NFC Championship games that Kyle Shanahan has lost, and he lost the Super Bowl. And are we going to start talking about big game Kyle Shanahan failures? I don't know. We haven't up to this point. Why? Nobody, they, they don't go hard on him. But Lamar Jackson, people go hard on when he doesn't win. So I think that this is huge. I think this is huge. And plus, it gives you another quarterback in the AFC that has won a Super Bowl. Because we lump all these guys together and then separate Mahomes. Because we have to. Because he's won two Super Bowls. But then if you can get Lamar over there, I think it's going to do wonders for the way we view the next chapter of his career. And also, it's going to eliminate any future because I, I I look into the future I look in the future 20 years from now and look back and try to tell people about how great Lamar was and then hear from other people he never won a Super Bowl they they, he, they need to at some point they unfortunately I think they need to uh Michael's in Baltimore what's up Michael hey man how are you doing appreciate you taking the call um yeah I have a question about what you were just talking about and, and the bit between Lamar and Mahomes and what you were saying before about the Mahomes mountain. And I'll get to my uh, championship predictions if you want them too. But uh, if Lamar, say he wins the championship game this week and then he goes and he wins the Super Bowl in two weeks, is there even a case besides for Mahomes that any other quarterback in the NFL can make to being the second best quarterback in the NFL? Is Lamar, would he be the undisputed second best if he goes ahead and wins the Super Bowl, besides Jordan Love, you mean? I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just, that's no, my like guy. Josh, no, but seriously, like Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts. I mean, people legitimately think that they're right now at least better than Lamar. No, he I, and I, we think he's going to win the MVP, right? So that's two MVPs and a Super Bowl MVP, right? I mean, yeah. Not only would I, I would say then you'd have to go. Who are the? What are the quarterback tiers? And then I don't think you could. I don't think you'd be able to go. Mahomes tier one A, Lamar tier one B, Josh Allen tier two. I think you'd have to you'd have to put Lamar with Mahomes. That's why I think this is so crucial for what he can do for the narrative that surrounds him, fair or unfair. Again, I'm I'm not I'm not the one setting the narrative. I'm just trying to be the middleman and messenger for how I know the narrative's gonna go. And I agree with you. This would be huge. And I don't even know if we need to settle for second. We can say we can say one A and one A. Yeah, I agree. I think Lamar would be closer to Mahomes than he would to be, say, Josh Allen. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so do you like he, him to win? Yeah, uh, I think the Ravens – I do think the Ravens are going to win. Um, I'll say this. The Ravens have – of all the home wins they've had this year, there's only been one of them that was close, and that was that, that Rams game in overtime. All the other home wins that Baltimore's had has been complete blowout – domination even the Houston game it was close in the first half but the Ravens ended up blowing them out in the second half they didn't Texans didn't score a single offensive touchdown in that game uh so I do think the Ravens are gonna gonna get it done and then on the NFC side um I actually what you said about the 49ers dismantling the Lions I actually think that if the game is close 
like the Green Bay-San Francisco game last week. If it's close, I think the Niners are going to win. But if any team has control from start to finish, I think it's the Lions that are going to take it. And I think that the Niners are going to end up playing from behind, uh, like, like the Bucks did last week against Detroit. And I think if the Lions do control throughout the game, they could end up winning by more than a touchdown, like a nine-point win, something like that. So I think, I think if it's close, San Francisco's got it. And if any team has control throughout the game, I actually think it's going to be Detroit. Yeah, I would say thanks for the predictions. Thanks for the call. I think I would say I'm more confident in my Ravens call than thinking the Niners will win. But if the Niners win, I don't think it's any, I don't think it's by anything less than 10. Hey, Bart, just very, hey, very quickly on Lamar. He's good. We all, we all agree. He's going to be an MVP two times, probably unanimous, but he's definitely going to be the MVP, right? No, not unanimous. Okay. Some people, I mean, he was pretty dominant through the first 17 weeks of the season. But yeah, I, but some of those San Fran guys are calling Brock Purdy Joe Montana. They're giving him <laughs> votes. Well, Allen's going to get a couple votes. Well, well, well he's he's so good that that uh, there's people on that team and, and the, around the NFL that believe he's not even the most valuable player on his own team. But, okay, but here's the thing. Lamar Jackson, when he wins the MVP this year, will be the second youngest two-time MVP in the history of the NFL. The only one that is younger is by far the most talented player to ever lace him up in the NFL, died in 2023. You know who that is. That's the kind of company that Lamar Jackson keeps himself in, that being with the late, great Jim Brown. He's already an all-time great. He's already the second-best quarterback going in the world today. He's already that, Bart. Like, how many times are people going to have to see the graphic of the four winningest regular season quarterbacks of all time? Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. Well, the Ravens are 4-9 when Lamar Jackson doesn't suit up, so we know it's all Lamar as to why they're relevant, let alone Super Bowl contenders. How is this guy not considered already the second-best quarterback in the world today? Joe Burrow can't hold the candle to him. Is he a better passer? Sure he is. But he's not a more important player than Lamar. Nor is Josh Allen, nor is any other quarterback in the NFL, with the exception of Patrick Mahomes. And you can make a legitimate argument that Lamar Jackson's even more valuable to the Ravens than Mahomes is to the Chiefs. So, I think I drank a coffee that had soap in it. (laughs) What? I made a coffee. That's sour, man. Well, I made a coffee and there was bubbles in it. Okay, I didn't know if that was a reference to me using language that's inappropriate, and so therefore I needed soap. No, I'm just completely changing the subject by telling you I just drank soap. Oh, Bart, that's a that's a but that's a legitimate. But what I'm saying is the gripe I have. Anyone don't feel good. I'm sorry to hear that. Anybody who follows the NFL understands where I'm coming from on this. The disrespect to Lamar Jackson is like we've never seen before uh, for any great quarterback in NFL history. It's like drinking coffee with soap in it. Because I took a <laughs> glass that had just gotten clean. Wait, can, wait can, can you do me a favor? Can you just acknowledge that? That uh, out of any all-time great quarterback, no one has been disrespected like Lamar Jackson. Is that fair? Yeah. No, I agree. Thank you. That's all I'm asking for. Thank you. Uh, and, and, and he's right now the second-best quarterback in the NFL. I don't think there's an argument to be had there. Well, I said Jordan Love. but Well, besides Jordan Love and Aaron right. Rodgers and, and Brett Favre. <laughs> yeah, and Bart Starr and, and, and Lynn Dickey yes, and, and Randy and, White. And Matt Flynn. And uh, John Hadle and Matt Flynn and Seneca Wallace. And, and, and Matt Hasselbeck. Team. Don't forget Matt him. Matt Hasselbeck. That's right. Uh, Vince Young, don't forget, was a quarterback in training camp. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. More from you guys coming up, CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio.
Great show, man. Uh, I've been listening to you for a month now, and uh, I like your show better every time I listen to it. You're rising, so that's good. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. We are giving out predictions. We are breaking it down from every angle. We knew these games since Sunday. We were going to have the Lions and Niners and the Chiefs and Ravens. And I made it a mission on Monday that by this time on Friday, with two hours and change to go, that after we were done here this week, there would not be a stone left unturned. From myself, from Shep, from you guys, when previewing this game, both of them, and talking about the NFL in general. Which I think Brent's up to, 855-212-4227. He's in Houston. Hey, Brent. Hey, good evening. Y'all doing all right, fellas? We're doing good. How are you? Doing good. Um, I was calling in early quickly. The prediction is, you know, the same obvious one. Ravens versus 49ers. Yeah. My question from a Texans fan as a Packers fan, do you root for the 49ers to win it all because they beat y'all? Or do you root against them since they beat y'all? So you're kind of in the same boat then as a Texans fan. Same boat as a Texans fan. Do you root for the Ravens to go all the way and say, well, we lost to the team that won it all? Or because they beat us, are you trying to root against them and hope they lose the next game? Are you leaning one way or the other? Here's what I'm I think. leaning towards the Ravens, but also, you know, as a Texans fan, we I, I still hold on to this beef with the Chiefs since they, you know, mm-hmm. really beat us into a four-year rebuild. So I always think, like, when I watch my team, whatever it is in whatever sport, and when I watch them lose in the playoffs, I feel very low. As a sports fan, I feel Absolutely. I feel pain. I feel sadness. I feel like, and it's not something that we can control. And somehow mm-hmm. we we think like we could, and it's a thing that nothing nothing can affect you more that you can't have any control over in any way than your sports team losing. So the level of pain that I feel, and the level of frustration and anger and sadness, if someone does that to me. I absolutely want them to feel it also. So, no, as a Packers fan, I do not root for the Niners. Because the other thing is, and this is what the counter to that is, and not, not everybody's this way, but I am. Yeah. The other the counter is, um, well, you'll feel good. You can say you lost to the champ. You can say you lost. Mm-hmm. But I would chant. But when was that ever going to come up in your life? When's that ever going to come up in your life? You can say you lost to the Ravens the year they won the Super Bowl. You will never end up saying that ever. It will never come up. So Very if fair. I was a Texans fan, I would be rooting against the Ravens. Hey, cut me some slack. I'm I'm learning how it feels to lose in the playoffs again, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's been a little bit. but uh, I'm asking for some advice from, from a seasoned veteran. Yes, we have lost in the playoffs many times. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, for pointing that out. I always I always root against the team that beats me. Hey, what's Stroud's future on the Bartometer? I think it's very high. I'm really excited. The Texans come to Lambeau next year. I bet you that's a primetime game. Maybe a Sunday nighter. Jordan Love versus C.J. Stroud. Should be a good one, Brent. 
Hey, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you for the call, man. Really appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you, Brent in Houston. That's the thing about Houston that I realized when they were playing Baltimore is they've played in the wild card game maybe five, six, I'll look it up, seven times. Every time they've been in the wild card round, they've played at home. They've never played a wild card game on the road, the Texans. But they've never played a divisional round game at home. If they win, they always have to go on the road, and they've never won that game. So wild card, they've always had at home, and then if they do advance, they always have to go somewhere else, and they've yet not to win that game. But the future does seem bright for Houston. Dan's driving the Uber around in Chicago. What's up, Dan? Thank you. Oh, did you just get a ride done? Hey, how you doing, hey. man? Hey, Daniel. I, I know Fred Speck. Yeah, my guy, what's up? Yeah, it's going on, it's going on. I just want to let you know, like, I'm following my position. I'm taking Baltimore or San Francisco. And Baltimore is going to take it off. Uh, is there a reason behind that? Just you like the favorites? Uh, it's not that I like the favorites. I just, oh, uh, well, let me say I like the favorites, you know? You know? Yeah, and my favorite is uh, Baltimore. It's not that I you like the favorites, you just like the favorites. Yep, I got you. I just, yeah, yes, 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 <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I follow so you. I think, uh, yeah, I think that's what it's going to be. But we got a problem in Chicago, but... We got a big problem in Chicago. I don't know. Your problem in Chicago? What's the problem? The problem is that we don't know what you're going to do with uh, Justin Fields. Oh, you're probably going to trade him. I don't want him to trade him. I think they're going to trade him. Oh, yeah? That's what what you're hearing? My uh, expert and non-expert opinion would be that I believe they're going to draft the quarterback. And that's oh, yeah. probably going to be Caleb Williams. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I will. I, I, we'll see then. We'll see. Right. I like Justin Fields a lot, Daniel. I think he's going to go somewhere and succeed. But I yes. think the Bears are going to take the the uh, better prospect, I guess, uh, with a rookie mm-hmm. salary, the rookie deal, and they're going to try to build and they're going to try to win quickly with the rookie. You know, I'll be hearing something now that New uh, England is kind of interested with this. You know, that's what they'll be saying. New England or Atlanta. Oh, they want the pick? Yeah. Yeah, they could get uh, – Daniel, thanks for the call, man. Thank you. Have a nice day. <laughs> you too. Daniel's uh, in the Uber, usually calls towards the end of his shift. New England's three, Atlanta's eight. Chicago also has the nine. The speculation, again, we always report this as it's accurate, but I'm just telling you what I've seen from some of the reporting is that some of the executives believe that what the Bears got for the number one pick last year, which was a lot, it turned into this year's number one pick. Overall, DJ Moore came, other picks. They believe they could get more for this pick. So it's definitely something they have to consider um, just based on everything that we've seen so far, it does kind of seem like they'll they'll take that. Uh, maybe they trade the nine. Maybe they use the nine. Maybe they do something else with it. Maybe they try to trade Justin Fields. Maybe they try to have him be the quarterback for a year, which I think would be 
Um, I don't think that would be wise. I think if you're going to draft Caleb Williams, you're doing it to start him. You're not going to, you're not going to keep Caleb and Justin. And if it's Drake may or whoever. So that's where I think we're leaning. We will have plenty of time to talk NFL draft. Don't you worry your pretty little hearts. 855-212-4227. More from you guys throughout the evening. I'm Bart Winkler. What's going on in sports? If only there was a way. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show, heard nighttime and nationwide, Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern and 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio, I'm Bart Winkler. David Shepard's here. Hey, Shep, where are you watching the Royal Rumble tomorrow? Where are you, are you watching that? Royal You're a Rumble? funny guy, Bart. You're not watching it? If I want to watch good uh, entertainment, I'll watch uh, a movie. Oh, okay. It's going to be a good one. And good a scripted. A lot of people. Good hey, scripted Ed? entertainment at that. Hey, 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 hey. Yes. It's real to me, damn it. No, it's not. No, it's not. You, you in a way, you can't, you can't it kind of is. It. You can't even take it. But in a way, it. it kind of is. It's not a lie if you believe it. Thank you, right? George. Thank you, Jason Alexander. I will say this. Um, the Hulkster really impressed me. With how he handled his son's DUI. I'll, I'll give him credit for that. Oh, the Hulkster? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, Nick um, Hogan, I believe, is his son's name. I will say this. I'm also going to pivot away from talking any more WWE okay. because of uh, Vince McMahon's. <laughs> the allegations on him are bad. Oh, well, you know, between him and Dana White, they just really uh, know how to class up fighting sports, don't they? Vince McMahon stepped down today from everything. Oh, he's he's no longer a part of it. Yeah, what a big uh, storyline that was today. I got to tell you. I mean, it is. Did you read any of what happened? Yeah, I mean, I've had phone calls left and right saying, "Why are we talking football? Why are we even talking Vince McMahon?" <laughs> I sort of believe you. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, there's not one person that said that, and we've taken a lot I, of calls tonight. And all... I might call as a different <laughs> voice and say it. <laughs> How's that going to work? You're going to be in a multi a multi dimensional universe where you can call your own show and host at the same time. We'll figure it out. I, you know, night is young. Chevy boy Ryan, pretend to be you. How about that? Horvat? Yeah. Yeah, you should do that, should right? Do Horvat, yeah. impression. God knows he's already having other opinions about uh, certain callers tonight. He could do that. 855-212-4227. Kevin's in Baltimore. Kevin, what do you got? Hey, man. Hey, man. Baltimore's getting a little excited out here. I'm not too far from the stadium. I'm only about 10 minutes away. Right near BWI, boy, they they lose, they said, boy, they're going to be so mad. I don't know if you know how the Baltimore fans are, but they get really upset. Um, what's the, what's the, the Monday WWE? situation? Are we are we canceling classes and work either way? Because nobody's going to oh, want to go it, if they it, lose. It's even and then... worse. If they lose, if they lose, it's even worse. Oh, my God. Because But if you win, I mean, what's the point of showing game? up to work? They have not won a big game with uh, Jackson. But here's my nugget. The Kansas City Chiefs this season in the fourth quarter are 18-1 and one winning the fourth quarter. The other nugget I'm going to give out, I had it last week. I jumped on it. I, I, heard, I saw it on Twitter. The Kansas City Chiefs are 17-2 and two to the total under in the total points which is 22, 22 and a half. 
Two weeks ago, they only scored they, – they outscored uh, Miami Dolphins 10 to nothing. Last week, it was just 21. So you're getting that extra point, that 21 points. Mahomes is 9-1-1. One, and one. You're getting a better coach who uh, – Harbaugh, I like Harbaugh. He's a special teams guy, you know, with Philadelphia. And you got the better coach, the better uh, tight end, because, you know, Andrews is hurt. But I do like Likely. I like this kid, Isaiah, I like him. He's more than likely to score another touchdown. And I like the kid, Hill. <laughs> you do, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. More than likely to score another touchdown. Wow. I like him. He went to Coastal Carolina. I like, I like the kid, Hill. The running back for the Ravens. Watch out for this kid, Hill. Hey, you this like kid, him enough? To, hey, you like him enough to die on that hill? <laughs> hey, I got, I got, I got one point right here. Twenty to one, cousin Sal, who used to be on Jimmy Kimmel. Two yeah. touchdowns for Lamar Jackson. Two for McCaffrey at twenty to one. How you like that? I like it. Are those all you your like picks? It? And I'm, I'm looking at. I think the Lions will be in the game, but I think it's going to be a shootout. I got the Niners. You know why? Because I think they shook off the rust. Yeah, that's that's I'm with you on that one, that's Kevin. That's what Cousin Sal said this week, too. I love Cousin Sal because, you know, he makes everything funny, you know. you okay. got to make this game fun. It's everything Yeah, all right. Fun, you know? Yeah. Okay. You know? Okay. Like, okay. I love, we like, I, I love your show. Today. Thank you, Kevin. See you, buddy. Uh, Cousin Sal maniacs. I like Cousin Sal. Uh, I like the jokes. Overall, just a banger of a job. Nick is also in Baltimore. What's up, Nick? Boy, Kevin's bringing it there local. I'm I'm more in a suburban area, but uh, it is Festivus Maximus here. And uh, I'll chime in on, on the selections. And, uh, Bart, I agree with uh, your call on the uh, on the AFC championship. My take is about 27-20 Ravens. Uh, but I will say today was a spring day, 75 degrees. Unfortunately, it's going to deteriorate fast. Chilly rain, fo- low 40s, game time. <clears throat> A lot better than 18 degrees uh, in the in the divisional, though, that we had to deal with. Was 75 um, there today? One day only, but sadly, it's uh, the winds are going to change and uh, and cold cold air is coming in in a hurry. Uh, but um, listen, uh, in the in the other game, I agree with Chef. I mean, the Lions are not that 38 to six uh, beatdown that we gave them uh, early in the year. Uh, the Lions are definitely a very physical team. Might be. You know, I know physical football because I'm a Ravens fan. I mean, nobody brings it like Agent Zero over here. And that that's going to be a big storyline, too, not not just Lamar. But uh, let, let's, let's just talk about Lamar a little bit. Against uh, Miami, people say he can never throw outside the numbers. Now, um, he against Miami, he dropped back in a left-handed court, left-handed throwing formation, spun his body around, for people mm-hmm. that say, you know, he's more mechanical, he can't slide, he's, he, he, he's kind of herky-jerky, and, and, and threw a dime to Zay Flowers about 35 yards downfield. You know, Lamar has evolved. There's no question about it. Um, I do think that this game, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be one on the physicality. Pacheco is a runner, but, you know, we've got a three-headed monster. Uh, Andrews has been activated. Look for a double tight Who's end. Who's the three-headed monster? The running backs? Well, and then you can include Lamar in there, you know. I mean, okay, you're not including Delvin Cook. <laughs> uh, no, no. Okay, uh, right. I, I hope he gets He had a nice play. run. He had a nice run or two, though, but. That was about no. it. I, I just don't think he's getting enough reps in, in practice to really be a factor. No, but no, Andrews it's still is, weird he's on the team. Andrews is, and it's going to be a double tight kind of formation, and I think in the elements, 
I think Lamar's going to light it up with both Likely and uh, Andrews. But this game is going to be one in the trenches. And, and I look at my boy like Metabuke. I mean, run sideline to sideline. Chris Jones, kind of a prima donna. He's a monster of a person. Oh. One thing I'm going to watch out for is because you got Sean Smith, that referee crew. I don't know if they've been talking about it, but that, that's selected for the game. Only referee crew that throws more penalties for the uh, home team than they do for visiting team. Most referee crews are about 53-47. 63%, I believe, was the statistic for the home team getting more penalties in, in the referee crew, Sean Smith's game. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, you know, Stroud had problems with the crowd noise. Uh, the Ravens were relentless, even though they didn't, you know, and Stroud, like Stroud's an up-and-comer. He's going to yeah. be, the moment was too big for him last week, but, you know, no sacks, and it's going to be the same with Mahomes. He will never take a sack, but it's going to be those moments where Mahomes going to try to throw the ball left-handed or do something crazy or flip the ball or try to sidestep somebody. It's going to be in those moments where he's harassed. I think where the Ravens can can win the game. Last thing about Chris Jones, I think every other play he lines up in a neutral zone or offsides, and I that's the way I look at it. I am a I am a very detailed guy when it comes to football I and when tell. I watch things. So I mean, uh, let's see what Sean Smith's referee crew does when they see people in the neutral zone, other than other than uh, the offensive. Uh, wide receivers for the Chiefs. And what you guys need with that Sean Smith crew, Nick, thanks for the call, is you guys need if if uh, if Mahomes is going to run around and try to salvage a play, some of those are borderline intentional grounding, so you're going to need to see the flag on those for sure. I haven't even given a thought until you brought that up about the refereeing in these games. You would hope that we're not here on Monday that they're not talking Sunday night about a terrible play that went one way or the other, but that is possible of happening with the parody in this league and how close these things are all the time is that it may just be one play. It may be one blown call. So you got to win every play, man. I mean, you got to win every play, every drive and just hope that nothing comes back and bites you in the end. Eight, five, five, two, one, two, four, two, two, seven. Want to do a thought experiment? All this Lamar Mahomes stuff has me thinking what if their situations were reversed? CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 